boys and girls, welcome back. It's Franchise Buys Games. That there's producer of the show, the man who can, Auntie John, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. How are you doing, Johnny? Good evening, everybody. I'm great, thank you very much. It's a second show. Set, uh, good, mate. Good, good. I've, um, I might have dropped a little... Dropped a fuck up there, though, just before we did this. I tried to take this show live on Twitch, and I built elaborate scenes... Uh, and technology's failed us, Johnny, so we're stuck to a podcast on this one. We won't be doing the watch-along for this one, but you beautiful bastards, you better believe it's coming. And if you're fast, you might be able to get to twitch.com slash the franchise. And if uh, if you get there before me, you'll see the video before I delete it, because that was <laughs> a mess. <laughs> so, obviously, Johnny... Save it for the first stream. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, think I think there's a new PC. I think we're going to have to... Gonna have to get a new PC for that one, like. But the this is it, mate. This is it. This is the this is the day we've been waiting for. This is the day we've all been waiting for. This is PlayStation Five reveal. This is it, mate. This is the this is the first time that I'm gonna put a fairly safe assumption on that we're gonna get to put eyes on the new box, and we're gonna, like we said in the last episode, Sony are gonna try and capitalize where Microsoft drop the ball uh, and they're going to give us the, you have to assume if they want to claw back any sense of victory pre-console launch they're going to come out swinging they're going to come out just giant dick hanging out of the pants just swinging it about helicoptering the shit out of that dick to be fair when I first clicked on it did save mature content didn't it hmm <laughs> hmm <laughs> So I'll tell you what it is, Johnny. We've got a couple of minutes before the show starts. So here's what I want. Here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a little five-minute pre. Then we'll have a little break in the podcast. We won't obviously let you sit there in silence for as long as this con- the conference is on. It'll transition straight into the post-show with a, with a breakdown, with an analysis of uh, some hot takes some fucking yeah. mind nuggets but uh, before we get into the actual conference itself Johnny from you I want one mm, I'm, I'm not going to say top three things about the console because that's just got that's asking too much I'll ask you the question do we see the box well, today yes we have to see the box today do we get a price today no do we get a date today Yes. You reckon? I think we'll get a date. Oh shit, son. Alright then. Top five games you think we're going to see here. Right, I'm not going to dive into it and think what games we're going to see. Because I probably <laughs> don't know. <laughs> right. If I'm being honest. But I think we're going to see some... I want What I want to see, I want to see something new IP. Mm-hmm. New IP, PlayStation 5 exclusive that'll that'll intrigue me well we did there was there was some news broke uh today or yesterday the guy who wrote dead space the guy who he created dead space he's uh he's fucking went off on twitter uh being very cryptic but i mean not very cryptic at all the kind of cryptic thing where you've got like a chew it in one hand and nothing in the other and you approach a child and you say 
which hands the sweet in and you wiggle the hand with the sweet in. Like he, he absolutely made it perfectly clear that his new project is gonna be here tonight at this conference. But we don't know if that's gonna be another dead space. Are we going back to Dead Space? Is there a Dead Space reboot? Is it a, a full new IP? To be honest, if it was another Dead Space game again, that would intrigue me. Dead Space. Dead Space 1, phenomenal. They went steadily downhill after that. But uh, if, if you recapture Dead, what Dead Space 1 was, that would be superb. And if it's an exclusive, an absolute boon for, for, for Sony, that. But, but I think if so, if Sony want to capitalise on this, they've got to they're going to have to show the box, which I think is a given. Get your box out. If they're not going to give price, give, <laughs> show us your box. Show us your box. If they're not going to give price, and I don't know if they will, because I think they're, they're they're too cagey around that. But if they give a firm release date, then that gives what gives them a head up over. I mean, they've they've got to do something that can try and trump. Microsoft in this because if they don't, they're, they're still behind. Yeah, and there's no point in doing this a future of gaming show and still being a step behind. Yeah, they've at least got a pull, pull level. That's what I mean. This but, is this has got to be the fucking big one. Like this has got to be the one where they come out swinging because they've they've just fell behind on every front up to now. They have to come out swinging, and I predict we'll see the box. We won't get a price. I don't think we'll get a date games that I think we'll see there's rumours of a God of War 2 uh, and obviously I think Corey Barlog may have stoked them fires a little on Twitter uh, that we might get a God of War 2 tease not like anything not nothing big, nothing to get your teeth into other than God of War 2 exists and it's coming um, and I think the, in, there's been a long rumoured Demon Souls remake from um, uh, Blueport is a Blueport building the Demon Souls remake or rumored to be. I think we may we may get that. I think that thing, may be a launch. They're late. They're late. They are late. They are late indeed. What we'll do? We'll uh, we'll call that the world's worst pre-show because <laughs> I mean we were fairly late if I'm honest. But I expect I expect this live stream to start any minute now, and uh, we'll catch we'll catch you fucking beauts on the other side, right, Johnny? Hold on to your fucking dick, mate. Hold on to your dick. Here we go. It's the future of go. gaming. It's the future <laughs> of gaming. Holy, holy, holy fuck! Holy, holy my fuck hole. <laughs> bit of a roller coaster, wasn't it? Jesus Christ. That's how what, right, Johnny? Obviously, uh, anybody listening has just gone straight from pre-show into post-show with zero transition at all, other than a <laughs> boatload of profanity. But we're trying to get this out as quick as possible because we didn't manage to get the live stream up. So, let's fucking work our way through this, Johnny. I've got several pages of notes here. Um, Likewise. Right, so we'll 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 take it from the top. Uh, we'll take it from the top. We'll go through all the games that we saw. Yes, we got the console reveal. We'll go through that, and then we'll give final impressions at the end. Uh, if you thought that was a a big hit or a miss or somewhere in the middle, 
So we opened up Johnny GTA 5. It's coming with the enhanced experience uh, in 2021. GTA Online is going to be free at launch for PS5. Obviously, a bit of a boom. GTA 5 still the biggest fucking online presence. Well, arguably not the biggest, but it's it's a fucking behemoth online. Yeah. Um, one million GTA dollars every month for current players between now and when PS5 launches. So they're just giving away a fuck ton of money now. So if you've got the game, that's to drive people back into it. Hopefully, get the hooks in still, and then when it launches on PS5, they'll continue playing it there. Yeah. Then we had a little little moving little speech from Jim Ryan uh, which he he signed off with have the games do our talking and then we went straight into just a slew an absolute slew so slew of games fucking unbelievable so Johnny the first one um, Spider-Man Miles Morales that to me is DLC for the current Spider-Man game I don't see that being a standalone I, I say it being as possibly a standalone story within Marvel Spider-Man for PlayStation. I don't know if you're I don't know if you're getting anything other than them vibes from it, but that doesn't that doesn't strike me as a as a standalone game and I don't know why. What I feel it, like it should be. I feel like but feel is like... is that the sequel of Marvel Spider Man? Miles Morales? Would it not be called Spider Man yeah. two? If they were gonna do a true sequel? Like well, you've got. They've just got to be like them. Careful if they don't come out and say it's DLC. But obviously, it's spoilers. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't played Spider-Man on the PlayStation Four. Miles Morales is in that game. So, is it the sequel? Is it? Is it a direct follow-on from Spider-Man PS4? But it's it's the Miles Morales story, or is it? Is it a DLC chapter? I don't know. It, either way, it didn't look any better or worse than current gen Spider-Man to me. Yeah, I. I... Well, I mean, we'll get into that. We'll get into that later on. But as far as as far as Spider-Man goes, that's not a bad thing that it didn't look any better than Spider-Man PS4, because Spider-Man PS4 was fucking exceptional. Do you know what I mean? It was it was a sensational game. But I'm I'm literally I'm left scratching my head at that one. I'll hundred percent I'm behind it. I think the Miles Morales character as Spider-Man is phenomenal. Uh, I think he was done a lot of justice in Into the Spider-Verse, which probably was one of the first times a lot of people got to see the character. But again, I'm just left scratching my fucking head as to whether that's a standalone game, if that's the sequel to Spider-Man, or if it's additional content for Spider-Man PS4. I, I, I literally don't know at this point. I don't know if any of that was gameplay either. It looked no. No, I don't. Think, I don't. I don't think any of that was gameplay. It looked no different to Spider-Man PS4. Um, that isn't a bad thing. But we'll we'll move on. Uh, Gran Turismo Seven. You are the driving guy, Johnny. I should have seen this one coming, but I would never dig Gran Turismo. No. Never did. It was far too much of a sim. Yeah. Far too much of a sim. It's just it's. So much of a sim. It took the fun out of it a bit. Well, when, when a game when you've got to get licenses to play the proper game, that was not for experience with the original G, GT. Yeah. So, um, 
I don't know. It, it didn't whip my whistle. In that I'm case. not a big like I say. I'm not. I'm not the biggest driving fan. Like I am not the demographic for a racing game. I've said this countless times. If you're not throwing a fucking turtle shell in front or behind you, I'm. I'm. I'm out. Like that's that's where my driving game love starts and ends. Uh, Ratchet and Clank rift apart from Insomniac. Oh, that looked fun. That really. That did look fun. fun. And to be honest, I was never a big Ratchet and Clank guy. Uh, but that did look, that did look very fun. I was quite impressed by, um, again, it was the subtle things that you weren't necessarily picking up on. But the load times, they were literally jumping from one world into an entirely new world through these rifts. Yeah, I was like, getting a little bit of um, seamless motion sickness, motion sickness as well watching it at some point. Like, like I can't, I can't stress enough that like you were literally going from one level to an entirely other level seamlessly like entirely different art design and that that to me was very fucking impressive if anything that shows off what the PS5 is capable of power wise mm-hmm. um, Project mm-hmm. Athea yeah I've got a question mark next to this one That's I've got very... a big question mark on this one so it's sort of like a like a fantasy-esque game um I mean, it looked like the Unreal Five engine tech demo. If I'm honest, it looked like was that Square Enix, wasn't it? I, I didn't catch the developer of that one. I think one. it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, so. but again, I mean, if it is anything like the Unreal Five tech demo, then colour me intrigued because it looked uh, very pretty for one. Uh, yeah, all in, all in. But obviously, I, I don't know if Project Athea is its. Is a working title. Normally, when you say the word "project" in front of something, unless it's Gotham Racing, then you you've got yeah, to assume true. it's fucking it's a working title. Um, Annapurna's cat game, Stray. You play as a cat. Play as a cat. Play as a cat. Oh, there's a fucking huge market for that game. <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge market for that game, and I sir, I'm not it. Give us DLC where I can play as a dog, and then uh, then we'll talk. That's coming in 2021. Yeah, then we got a little, little sizzle reel of of what the what the system's capable of. Uh, 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray, um, SSDs, ray tracing, haptic feedback, and adaptive triggers with a USB port on the DualSense. It went into the 3D audio as well. That we've, I mean, we've heard all of those those words. Those words have been heard many a time already. Yeah, that was nothing new from. Absolutely. Which is nicely packaged. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I must admit, up until this, like this, what the the thing so far it was a very slick presentation. Yeah, yeah. On the front slick. of it, exactly. Yeah. I on the front of it, very very slick. Um, very well produced. Uh, we moved into a little snippet from Herman Herman Hulst, formerly of Gorilla, um, and then he obviously took over from Sean Layden. And he came out to announce a new franchise exclusive by Housemark called Returnal. Now, Returnal was the first of two games with the death loop mechanic. Yeah, the very very much all you need is kill kind of thing. Yeah, the the Edge of Tomorrow is it Edge of That's Tomorrow? Cool. That's the yeah. film version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, getting some psychological horror vibes. And I don't know if this was the one. That was from that. This to me was the one game in that whole presentation that had the dead space vibes 
So I don't know if that's the new game from the Dead Space ah, guy, you, because you, I don't know if he went to Housemark. Because the other one was Pragmata later on. Pragmata, on. yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, that looked that looked up my street. I do like a little bit of psychological horror. It had a good third-person shooter element to it, um, and it looks. I mean, given we had a one-hour presentation and two of the games were based on death loops, I don't know if yeah. we're going to start seeing maybe a, a new Zeitgeist born in early next gen of the death loop game. And I mean, technically, we already started it with um, Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds, the Outer Wilds, Outer Wilds, Outer Wilds. That was a death loop game, wasn't it? Outer Worlds definitely wasn't a death loop. No, Outer Wilds. So. Next, Sackboy, a big adventure. <laughs> so we, yeah. we've got we've got Sackboy, who was a mascot, who is a mascot of the PlayStation. He has been since Little Big Planet burst onto the seams. Um, now, Media Molecule did Little Big Planet, and this game, Sackboy, a big adventure, has been done by Sumo Digital. So do, it's not Little Big Planet. This is a, on the surface, I could be wrong again, but this looks to me like a platformer. It looks to me like a Sackboy platformer. Yeah, very much a Sackboy platformer. What's, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Is that is that something that you think uh, we've been missing? A Sackboy platformer? No. I think no. there was a lot of games in this that actually, when you... when <laughs> There were some strange ones that didn't seem yeah. to be... Yeah. No, and maybe it's just it's just our opinion because it's not the games well, we play. Well, it is. It, that's exactly what this is. But at yeah. the end of the day, if somebody else has got a different opinion, then they should start their own podcast. <laughs> nah, Sackboy, a big adventure. Not again. I'm not. That's not what I'm looking for in my PS5 gaming. Um, I'm I, granted. I'm not a huge fucking mascot platformer fan anyway. Um, but it looked. It looked like more Little Big Planet, except most of the fun of a Little Big Planet game's been removed. If you know what I mean, that creative element, because obviously, Media Molecule went on to make Dreams, so that's where you, that's where your creative, that's where you let your left brain go now. You know what I mean? That's the one that handles the the creative side now. But yeah, and Sackboy, Sackboy's back. Yeah, at first, I mean. When that trailer opened up, I was a hundred percent certain we were getting a fucking Frosty's serial game. But especially when he, I thought I was bursting at the seams when he fucking lifted his head, and I was expecting a "They're great," and then he just whipped it off, and it was Sackboy, much to my fucking chagrin. Destruction All Stars. Yeah, I think we both mentioned this. It was very much like um, Destruction Derby meets. You said Fortnite. I said Titanfall. Yeah, I went. I went Fortnite. It had that. It had that unmistakable um, family-friendly, cartoonish style of a Fortnite game, um, and Destruction Derby uh, looked like you could get out of the car mid Derby, like like you could see people, a couple of a couple of shots of people, like drivers running around outside the vehicle. So whether they'd been knocked out of the vehicle or got out by choice, that's maybe a, an interesting take on it certainly would raise the risk element if you're running around in a in a destruction derby as a as a player character. Again, not not I'm not the target audience for that shit, like so that didn't probably hit for me the way it might have hit for some. 
Um, but it leans more into Mario Kart territory than Gran Turismo does, so I've got more chance of getting on board with Destruction All-Stars than I have Gran Turismo. I'll give you that for now. Mm-hmm. Kena, Bridge of the Spirits. Pretty. Very, very pretty. It was like it was like a Disney princess film, that. It was like, I mean, the studio, Ember Lab, they came out and did a little bit of a prefix to the trailer. Um, did a lot of work in film and television animation. And that came through very loudly in the trailer for this game. Kena, Bridge of Spirits. It looked like you were playing a Disney film. It looked it it like Brave, like Moana, like uh, them kind of films. It looked interesting, interesting. A, a story of personal growth and redemption. I just wonder if it would be too much of a interactive movie than an actual playable game. Mm. Time will tell on that one. Like time will tell. Uh, what do we have after that, Johnny? Uh, can we skip that one? Because I've I've no idea what that was trying to do. Goodbye, volcano high. Yeah, is what this was for me, right? Is what this was. Now, this game just looked like a teen angst game. That's what this game looked like. It looked like a coming of age teen angst game, and hand on heart, had I not played a game called Into the Woods, I would have laughed this game off. But have you played Into the Woods? Stupid question. Into the Woods was that. It was just a teen angst game, right? Uh, But it had a similar a similar approach to uh, art style and it was just a fucking phenomenal game Into the Woods was a sensational game which I never thought I'd see myself saying uh, but had it not been for Into the Woods I would have literally laughed this game off but I genuinely think despite the way it looked we could have an absolute sleeper on our hands there really? Or maybe maybe I'm just a fucking sixteen year old girl inside. I don't know. But or maybe I've been inside a sixteen year old girl. The <laughs> goodbye volcano high, and that's the last we'll say on that. <laughs> yes. Oh god. You can take it from here. I've oh, already so, said too much. So jumping this wind back, hit hit another nostalgia run with uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. Yeah. Or, or, Oddworld Lemmings, as you call it. Oddworld Lemmings, that's what I fucking called it. It just looked like it, it was Oddworld. It was unmistakably Oddworld. Uh, Abe was there from Abe's Odyssey, and Abe's the other one. Um, But it looked very much like you had a pack of, for the life of us, I can't remember what his people are called now. I can't remember. Uh, but you had like a pack of them behind you, and you had to lead them safely to the end of the level and there was many many things that would kill them during the level it was just odd world meets lemmings for me odd world cross lemmings like i'd go as far as to even i even want to design that logo now but i did get i did get a really nice um nostalgic feeling again from it Mm. so it's that signature style in it it's that signature odd world style and then after that we jumped into was it um Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo. I believe that's the first time we've seen that level of gameplay from it. It was announced last E3 at the Bethesda Showcase. Um, as There was two of them. There was Ghostwire Tokyo and... Uh, I can't remember the second game. Two very, very good-looking games. And that's, to my knowledge, that's the first time at least I've seen anything of that level on Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in. 
I'm in. First person shooter, sort of supernatural vibes. Creepy kids with no heads and slender men everywhere. Yeah, it was uh, creepy. But I don't know if it, it didn't catch my... It, it didn't, I didn't, it didn't get the vibes from it. It didn't blow us away the way I expected it to. Haven't seen the trailer at the Bethesda showcase. It didn't... It didn't deliver on the hype I'd given it in my own mind. But still looked interesting enough that I'd take a good... I'd, I'd, I'd have a stab at that. Um... After that, was it Jet in the Far Shore or Jet the Far Shore? I, f- I didn't catch the first word. I couldn't make that out. All I caught was the Far Shore. I think uh, it was Jet. And that is about all I know about that game. Yep. Uh, holiday 2020, so it's going to be a launch title. And what the fucking hell was that? It had sort of like a little bit like um, Journey. It had Journey vibes to it. It looked like it was sort of stylized ish. You were a very small ship in a very big world, just skirting across landscapes and oceans with no real indicator of what the fuck you were trying to do. But yeah, Johnny Ass Game right there, so I'll, I'll keep an eye on that one. <laughs> Johnny Ass Game, I've written that down. Johnny is handling this one. What do you think of Godfall, Johnny? Gearboxes, Godfall. It was it was smashy and thingies and shiny, but again, ah uh, yeah. Godfall to me was what Rise was to the Xbox One. Looks pretty enough. Um, hack and slash game. Whether or not it's got any fucking substance behind it at all remains to be seen. Uh, that didn't. That didn't set. It didn't set a fire in me loins. Do you know what I mean? No. I didn't get no tingles from it. Solar Ash. Uh, to be honest, we can skip this one because, again, it was just a trailer of no substance. Yeah, I mean, Hyperlight Drifters got got a, it's got a, a strong fan base. And I suppose if you were a fan of Hyperlight Drifter, having seen Solar Ash, that might have ticked all the boxes for you. But I, I suppose, but out of context. Yeah. Nah, not I'm for be, me. I'm being harsh here. I'm being harsh here. No, nah, it's just I didn't, I didn't do anything for me that at all Com- compared when a game we'll discuss later on which mm. did yeah yeah it, this, this just, just just nothing like it was just a little bit of it even if it was trying to be stylish there was just nothing there to say well, what is this game yeah to, to the to the uninitiated to the uninitiated there we go yeah um Hitman 3 Johnny Hitman yes, I do, I, I do love Hitman. I love the dramatic it. conclusion of the World Assassination Trilogy. So that's obviously the brand new Hitman, Hitman, which was episodic, then Hitman 2, which wasn't returned to full game format. And this is the final one of that trilogy. I'll always take more Hitman. Like I will always take more Hitman. Me too, because it's, it's got such a replayable vibe as well. So fucking replayable. And do you know what it is? Like It goes all the way back to Blood Money. Like, I played all the Hitman games, but the one that really was the turning point where I became less of a, a fan of Hitman and more of a lover of Hitman was Blood Money back in the day. Yeah. Um, Blood Money's still the, the, the yardstick, I think. Yeah, phenomenal game. But this, I mean, just give us more Hitman. I will always take more Hitman. And and this one looked to be more of the same. You You didn't have to improve a lot. On the formula of Hitman and Hitman Two, like they were very, very strong. 
Um, just finish the story. That's what they're yeah. going for, isn't it? Yeah, so. they're just going to wrap it up. Going to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, a few look. more locations. Yeah, absolutely. Which, Dubai looks amazing. Dubai, very pretty. Astro's Playroom. So it looks to me like we're... Astro Bot is now uh, a fully-fledged PlayStation mascot now. Yes. <laughs> um, And he will go in the pile with Sackboy. I, have... I think so. No, I didn't, hands, hand on heart, didn't play the PlayStation VR game, which was supposed to be exceptional. Um, Astrobot Rescue was supposed to be phenomenal. Uh, but, again, if you're a fan of that kind of game, this looks like it's going to tick all the boxes for you, essentially. It's it's Astrobot, it's got all the polish of a, a PlayStation first, first party. If they were going to promote somebody to mascot, imagine the level of treatment they'd give them, and, and Astro's definitely going to get that in Astro's Playroom. The Little Devil Inside. Now, this is the one that caught my, my attention and that grew on the longer that the um, yeah. presentation went on. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Art style. Different. Nice. Art style. Yeah. Not entirely um, sure what type of game it is, but no. I got the feeling it, it felt a little bit like Zelda. It did have a Zelda feel to it. It had a Zelda feel to it that wasn't as bound in fantasy. No, exactly. Those fantastical elements, but it wasn't as bound in fantasy. Like the protagonist looked like it, like an explorer. It, and the, the different scenarios that he went through, Joe, in the trailer, he very much was just an explorer. You know, like the big, the big, like for want of a better word, Canada goose jacket. But I don't know what kind of jacket you would call it. Like a Parker, like an explorer's Parker jacket, and like the 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 guns and the swords and uh, yeah. I'm in, I'm in. So that was my that was my hidden gem. That was the one I'm like. Ooh. Yeah, and I'd I'd never heard anything about that little devil inside. That was the first time I've I've seen anything of that, and uh, I've got a a big love of these stylized games that have got that their own particular look about them. Uh, and I think other games that I'd put in that category, just for for example, say it would be Hello Neighbor. Um, uh, uh, what's the one with the the kid with the little yellow rain mat on on the ship? Little nightmares. That's the what I knew. There was something I was looking for that it ticked the box. That was it. It's it it's got its own very very unique look, like those games have, uh, and I'm all in on this. I'm all about that. That that to me looks like it's a. Uh, that's going to be one for the one to keep your eye on. Little Devil Inside. Have you got any, got any thoughts on NBA 2K21? Um, no, because I didn't write it down. <laughs> no, no, it was, it weren't, it, it wasn't anything. It was. Nah, it was a pre-rendered. It was a pre-rendered trailer of that Zion fella who I think there's a Netflix documentary on him because he's like a child with godlike abilities in the basketball arena. Of basketballs, I don't know something about him. Not a big fan of. Not our market. No, <laughs> not not for me. Now, if you want to talk about a market that are, that is mine, if you want to talk about a demographic, which would fully describe me, it's the island of bug snacks. Bug snacks. Bug snacks. The, the island of bug snacks with strawberry. Strawberry. A, a song <laughs> that has. Strawberry burned its way into my memory and will continue to haunt the very waking minutes of my life from now 
until our platinum bug snacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, this game, fuck it. it. From the creators of Octodad. Um, yeah, it, what, it, what do you say about that, man? The the very title of it, Bug Snacks. You like you play as what looked to be a seal in a very Octodad type world, and you eat fruit that's alive, and then that fruit becomes part of your body. So there seems to be an endless, endless number of, custom, of character customization depending on what the fuck you shove down your neck pipe. But it just looked like a fucking I don't even know. It was a, such a silly game. It was a silly game, and that's not a bad thing. There's a, there's a time and a place for a silly game. Do you know what oh, I mean? It'll, it'll sell like bug snacks. Bug snacks. I would have gone for a different name personally, but bug snacks. Bug snacks. Oh god, that song's gonna fucking haunt me. Uh, and then in the pre-show, one of my one of my predictions in the pre-show was the Blue Point Demon Souls remake, and it there was. it was. There it was. What did you think of that? Uh, I'd never never played it, but I was intrigued and was interested. Would you? Uh, now as a as an older because bear in mind, Demon Souls was an absolute cult hit for PlayStation Three. Like, it didn't set the world on fire, because not a lot of people bought it, but the ones that did, like, championed that game, that was a cult classic. And it spawned the the From Software games, the Soulsborne. I mean, it, it created a fucking its own genre, the Soulsborne genre. Demon Souls was at the head of that. Demon Souls was... was Dark Souls before Dark Souls was Dark Souls. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, and and this allows it to go back and like, I guess, pay homage, get the, cre- get the credit it deserves yes. now. I get and the get the eyes on it now that it deserved to have then. Aye. Uh, yeah. And to be honest, it looks like Blowpoint's done a fucking superb job with it because it looked absolutely stunning as well. Yeah, uh, but I expect absolutely nothing less from Blowpoint. Um, I just looked at that. I looked at that and I went, "That's going to be a hard game." Isn't oh it? God, God! I mean, Dark Souls is hard. Demon Souls is going to be Dark Souls on fucking roids. The original was. The original was almost. I mean, if you're not in the right headspace, 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 playing a, a Soulsborne game, that is one quick way to stop you wanting to ever play games again. That's how fucking testing them games are. And I think Demon Souls is just going to take that to the fucking nth degree. Like uh, The second of our Deathloop games was just... Actually called, called Deathloop. De- yeah, called Deathloop. <laughs> There's some sort of grindhouse, like, um, Dishonored meets uh, Bioshock. Like, that's, that's the best way I can put that. Uh, Arcane Studios. I like, pre- yeah, I like the presentation. I wasn't entirely unsure about the gameplay. No, I'm. Or I'm the way it looked. I don't know. I. I again. Yes, I know. I know what you mean. When you think about it, um, Dishonored. Again, it was one of them games that had its its own, uh, its own style, its own uh, aesthetic. That's a good word for it. Dishonored had its its very uh, unique aesthetic to the character models to the world. And I feel like a lot of that's been lost. Most of these, most of these uh, NPCs you're fighting against were wearing 
very bland masks. It it felt it felt like it was wasn't finished. It felt like it was missing a layer of polish. Yeah, very much. I, aha, uh-huh, I hundred percent agree. At times, it looked very polished, and that was mainly in uh, the protagonist's guns and stuff like that. But the the actual enemies did they looked like they were missing like at least three months' work. Like, <laughs> there was just not. There was a whole dimension missing to those characters. Like an entire that was, layer. That was two. Yeah, it was two weeks of crunch time right there. <laughs> that's we got rid of crunch, and that's what we get. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, so it's, the second time Luke game, eight targets have to die before midnight. So again, it's just dishonored. It feels like they've took dishonored, and they've just thought, right, we need to make a new game that isn't dishonored three. Uh, and they've just sort of you dance with the one that brung you type type fail. Yeah. Like it's still an assassination game, and a lot of the I'm not gonna lie, a lot of the animations looked like they were just from Dishonored as well. There was the teleport power, which is ripped straight. Like that's Blink from Dishonored. There was uh, the, um, the tele the, the telekinesis. Like that's the neck break. Yeah, that neck break. Albeit the the person who got the neck broken didn't look anywhere near as good as somebody in Dishonored. Uh, that honestly, I'm left questioning this. Is this going to be like a? Is this going to be an indie title? Have they purposely gone out of the way to make a, a highly replayable double A? So it might not necessarily have the depth of a triple A game or the polish of a triple A game, but it's going to have a really high level of replayability because it's a death loop game. Um, because you've got eight targets to kill. Is it going to become? Is it going to become famed in the speed running circuit? I, I don't know. It just. Oh, maybe it started as a dishonored game, and they've just slapped another skin on it. Possibly, very oh, possibly. It, as, far, as far as we're concerned, taking a skin off. <laughs> taking an entire skin off, peeled its skin off. Right, Johnny, I'm going to let you take the next one, mate, because I'm not sure if I can contain myself at this. Well, th- this is this was the surprise. This was the fucking huge surprise. So watching it, I'm thinking, oh, th- this looks very. In the vein of kind of what it, what it turned out to be, mm-hmm. uh, and this was very nicely done. I thought very nicely done. Very very and nicely what done. What is this? Game? Uh, and then when the actual reveal came up, even that was nicely done as well. The little slant. Yeah, it was. It came up as a village. It and, oh, it's called village, and then it just like dropped off. It kept dro- with the V and the Roman numerals, which turned out to be Resident Evil Eight. Resident Evil Eight. Holy fuck! Resident like. Evil 8. Before it came on and said village, right? Even at that point, I was like, village? Holy shit. I was like, this game looks fucking unbelievable, if I'm honest. Like, this this is probably, on, on this whole list, that's the one that before I knew it was Resident Evil 8, that is the one that had me going, oh, the, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Here we go. Wheels up. Let's do this. Now we're picking up some steam. Uh, it looked fucking phenomenal. And then to know that that's Resident Evil 8. Oh my god. Chris Redfield, Ethan, whatever his fucking name was from Resident Evil 7. Like, oh, I'm in. Johnny, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in with that one. Take no, me away. And I, and I, Take me away and get me a change of pants. Stat. And I'm not sure. Is it is it going to be a PlayStation exclusive? Just I, with one I of the comments it. he said. You, but, yeah. I doubt it. I really do. I, I can't say it. Well, 
Resident Evil 3 Remake wasn't, 2 Remake wasn't, 7 wasn't. I can't see Resident Evil 8 going back to the exclusivity. But I guess I think in terms it's of... It's Capcom, in it? It's ca- if, if it had been a Sony first party, aye. But it's, it's Capcom. Capcom will just of... want that cash. <laughs> in terms of getting the coup, though, it seems this was the one that they wanted to... Like, when you were talking about you on Tuesday, showcasing the game. Are they going to, like you mentioned, are they going to get the Rocksteady one? But yeah. No. This was the one, I think, that they managed to showcase. Yeah. So, yeah, fucking hell. That, that to me... Game of the show right there. Resident Evil 8. And we could have ended we, we could have ended it right there. <laughs> well, not necessarily, because when you look at it, that whole thing, right? If I go back through my notes now, the other three pages of fucking notes I made, um I could have done without the entire front half. I could have done without the first four pages of this. If I knew that's what the last page was going to look like. Yeah. So, following Resident Evil 8, we got Pragmata. Pragmata? 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 Pragmata. Uh, I mean, how the fuck is that not a Kojima game, by the way? How how the fuck is that not a Kojima game? If you'd said to me, describe a Kojima game, I'd be like, right, a heavily armoured man uh, who goes by the name of Lumens. Um... He's in a world, he's wearing a giant backpack. Uh, the world's not real. There's a cat there that's see-through. And then the sky collapses and they're on the moon. And he shoots a giant web of green net to stop a satellite smashing into him and a strange French girl he finds along the way. Like, yeah. What a fuck! That that is a Kojima as fuck game. That that is probably not going to turn out as good as we want to do, because unless you are Kojima, you don't get to make those kind of games. I'm sorry, that man is in a league of his own when it comes to making convoluted, fucking weird experiences of games. But definitely keep your eye on it. I was looking, I tried my hardest. Did that say Kojima anywhere in that trailer? No, it didn't. It was Capcom, wasn't it? It, it definitely said Capcom. It was Capcom, yeah. But like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Never mind. Never mind. And then, um, worst kept secret in gaming. Horizon, <laughs> yes. Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, did you play the first Horizon? Actually, I didn't, no. No, no. You shouldn't bother asking you. Unless it's some obscure point and click from the fucking 80s, I shouldn't bother asking you. Well, you know, you know, I'll come in handy. It'll be on next week's pub quiz. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. What did you think of the looks of that, Johnny? It looked amazing. Yeah. It was the one, like, after Resident Evil... Being the, the, the this nice surprise, and after Little Devil Inside being the intriguing one, this was the one like, yeah, that looks like a triple A game that I want to play. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it did everything it needed to. Aloy still there. All the robot um, variations of popular animals or slash dinosaurs are still there. They've added more. Uh, they've they've stepped away from the world that we know, and obviously, as the title would suggest, just gone into the Forbidden West. 
so they get to create an entirely new world because she's left she's left the world that they know she's off on some fucking quest into the unknown and that unknown looked absolutely stunning if i'm honest um underwater levels now underwater sections that looked, um, that looked really good it looked really sad good. it looked fucking amazing the like the sunken cities the, the forest, that forest bit with like the giant turtle that was living in the swamp and it had like the big fucking small hill on its back and it like came out of the swamp, that looked fucking incredible I'm, I'm all in looks like the, the, you're going to have to contend with like violent storms, like that just randomly fucking spawn on the map now uh, again not too sure what they're going to do as far as storyline goes but we'll find out more of that in the coming weeks i'm guessing but uh i looked very much more of the same in a in a different but equally beautiful world and that's all it needed I'm, to be yeah i'm all for that just expanding it on you know what i mean it's the premise of just like take the premise and go about you go to a different region you're going to see some new stuff in the same vein as before yeah you know what i mean yeah not like the Mass Effect Andromeda style, where you go, <laughs> you go right. to a brand new galaxy, and the only things you're going to meet are one species, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the people you brought with you. <laughs> yeah. So. No. But then, 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 as if we hadn't had our fucking cocks rocked enough with the Resident Evil 8 and Horizon Forbidden West. We actually got to see the console, Johnny. The console itself. Thoughts. It's a bit out there. As they said, it's the most striking design ever. Fucking... It certainly is striking. Uh, I'm all for it, mate. I am Do all you? for that. It looked really? like it. Aye. 100%. Oh. Do you know what it is? We both said, pretty much, as I was writing it down, you blurted it out. It looks like a concept car. Yeah, and obviously, I work it. in the manufacturing industry. I work in the auto, the automotive industry, anyway. And I see my fair share of concept cars, and I just love the fucking like outlandish approach to making these things. Uh, and it looks like a concept for the PlayStation Five. It looks like the kind of concept that then gets taken away and has every hard edge removed from it, every point removed for it, and put into a box put into a rectangle box and they just like they went nah fuck it like I want this to look like it's got wings and it does I want it to look like a skyscraper in a cyberpunk graphic novel it looks like it's been designed in a wind tunnel it's fucking absolutely stunning like Dear, I mean, okay I, my first impressions were that it won't fit on anyone else's nah, con- nah. I mean uh, you can't it put won't... that. You can't put that in your run-of-the-mill IKEA fucking television stand next to your television and your Virgin Media set-top no, box. It needs a plinth with like three different um, spotlights on it. What you, what you need, you need a fucking a low, a low tele, a low and long, brilliant white television stand, television maybe off-center, and then just that monolithic beast just perched. Just no, you see, I think, I think I think the Series X is a monolithic beast. I think they're both equally monolithic. Like I think the Series X has gone for a definitely a more sleek 
boxy approach but then it's got the the detailing on the top whereas the PlayStation 5 looks like a, it looks like one of you know the game awards statues it's got like it's got wings it looks like it's got wings on the front of it and it's got these curves and these shapes and that is just fucking tantalizing to me like he's so, unfailing what's the slim gonna look like i don't think we'll get a slim i think we're gonna get as they announced there we've got the playstation 5 and we've got the playstation 5 digital edition which loses the disk drive and loses. Which looks better. Looks better. It, it does look better. It doesn't have that unsightly, like, belly on the bottom of it where the disk drive lives. Um, I'll probably go for the disk drive though. I don't know if I'm ready. If I don't know how big the hard drive's going to be, so I don't know if I'm ready to just step it into a fully digital world yet, just yet. Um, but here's the question I've got for you, alongside the PlayStation 5 and the digital edition they also showcased the obviously the DualSense the DualSense charging station a new HD camera the uh, a media remote and a brand new headset the wireless pulse headset and they put them all together to make it look like a family now is that are they packaging are they packaging that is that is that what you get? Is that what you're paying for? Or are they are they optional accessories? I, I I got the feeling that it would be packaged that way. If you're gonna build build around that it can do three D audio, but you can't do it unless you buy this extra thing. Yeah. Then that's a bit of a cop out. But I, when you when you mentioned it, I can see clearly see it being additional peripherals. Mm-hmm done that way because that's the kind of done thing but if they're bo- boxing things all together that's quite a that is now, maybe the, something maybe, else maybe the price point will be a bit higher but they're saying you're getting all these hard this hardware with it yeah that that takes my 500 to 550 pound price point or closer to the fucking 600 quid mark at that point when you're starting to bundle fucking headsets like that in with it and Charging stations and fucking media remotes. I mean, I don't need a media remote at all. I don't know. Strange one. Strange one. But all in all, let's fucking wrap this up. Let's wrap this up, Johnny. It's been a fucking up and down roller coaster of a night watching this shit. Final thoughts. I thought it was a really sleek presentation. I think they came out and did what they needed to do. It was very much PS PlayStation Studios exclusives. Mm-hmm. And they ticked the box with them. So Horizon Two, um, Spider Man, you know, uh, Ratchet and Clank, you know, in some Grand Turismo, in some cases they were hitting the greatest hits. Yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what I expect them to do. No price, what we expect as expected. Um, still, holiday 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how many great games are going to be available at launch. No. That's no. that's my thing. So I, I feel like there was some, some exciting moments, but did I really get the vibe of the future? I did not. No, no, I'm with you there. I'll say the same as far as presentation goes. I thought the presentation itself was fucking super slick, very slick. Um, and I think you could split. I could have took fifty percent less. Uh, I think yeah. there was uh, there was fifty percent of that that 
meant absolutely fucking nothing to me, and it, it hit no. Fifty percent of the games on that list were in the same caliber as the games that Xbox showed in its third-party showcase. Nothing, nothing to set the world on fire. Like you said, they they wailed out the greatest hits: Ratchet and Clank coming back, Gran Turismo coming back. Um, I mean, Sackboy, Astro Bot, but none of them, none of them really fucking moved the needle for me. Uh, it wasn't, and had they not come out with Resident Evil Eight, with Horizon Forbidden West, um, and like I said earlier on. There's a couple of little gems on there, like that little devil inside and that fucking volcano high looked fucking weird. Like, there was just enough fucking excellent to make us forget that I watched a lot of very meh, middle of the road stuff. Yeah. Overall, I think, uh, yeah, that's a win. Overall, I'll give them a win for that. They can take the W for that. Yeah, I think they did, they did exactly what they needed to do. But I still feel like they, they're, they're still feel they're just caught up. They haven't accelerated, pulled ahead. No. No. They've caught up. They've, they've levelled the playing field and Microsoft's still got an away game. Do you know what I mean? Like Microsoft exactly. haven't done their first party stuff yet. I feel like, they, like Microsoft have got a game in hand, exactly. Yeah, but like the game in hand. So we'll just see how that plays out. So we'll wrap that up there, Johnny. That has been the PlayStation 5, the future of gaming event. We now know what the PlayStation 5 looks like. We now know Horizon uh, Forbidden West exists. We have seen Resident Evil 8. We know Goodbye Volcano High is going to rock my cock off very, very soon. Um, jump on over to the Facebook page at the franchise P-H-R-A-N-C-H-I-Z-E Twitter, Instagram we're available on all these platforms get on over there give us your thoughts what did you think about it Did are you in, are you out did you in fact shake it all about there's <laughs> I think that console design is going to split the masses, and I want to hear from you. What do you What do you think? I'll I'll jump on Twitter after this just to get the general feel. But uh, boys and girls, until next time, laters. Say bye, Johnny. Bye, Johnny. <laughs>